0: This is Aviation Careers Podcast, an aviation podcast about living your dream and pursuing an exciting aviation career. Your host, Carl Valeri, has over a decade of experience counseling pilots. Aviation Careers Podcast will help you navigate towards your aviation career goal. Here is your host, Carl Valeri. Welcome to the inspirational, informational, and transparent Aviation Careers Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, inspirational stories, or announcements, please contact us at feedback.com at com, Today, we're going to answer your listener mail, but before we do that, a quick announcement. At com, you can, of course, find the scholarships guide, but also career coaching and various technical courses. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter. Visit the website for some special listener coupons. Also, another announcement is the AOPA Fly-In in Frederick, Maryland this weekend. Well, this weekend may be well after you're listening to this, so... The reason I'm mentioning this is not just because of the one that's in Frederick, but to look at all the different fly ins at AOPA. So, why should a career oriented pilot like you look for a general aviation fly in? Well, it's easy networking and education. You'll find many airline pilots are interested in general aviation, and you never know who you might meet there. Also, you're going to learn something about aviation that you can use for your entire flying career, whether it's a small airplane or a large airplane. So I highly suggest you go to the AOPA fly-ins, AOPA.org, you'll have links on the podcast here. If you're listening to this before uh, the May, I guess it's the 11th weekend, then uh, you can click on that. But when you click on it, you can find out all about all the other fly There's four of them a year, but it's a great, great networking event, and you'll learn some really cool stuff about the fly-in. Well, let's move on to our questions. Our first question is, uh, says, hello, I am 25 years old and aspiring to be an airline pilot. My plan is to continue working at my current job in order to save up to get my private pilot license towards the end of 2019, and then following that, attend a flight school program full-time to bring me through the rest of my ratings. The only thing I'm worried about is the threat of recession looming on the horizon. Airlines are in very high demand of pilots right now, but the industry is also very exposed to recessions. I'm afraid that I may be entering at a dangerous time given that many experts are predicting a recession soon. I have a very safe job right now in business with a promising career path, so while I want to chase my dream, I'm understandably concerned about taking such a big risk. I was hoping you could shed some light on what it may be like for a pilot during a slower period of aviation and any advance advice you might have. Thanks for your help, and I'm a huge fan of your podcast. Thanks so much. Hey, listen, um, I've been through four recessions. So far, as a pilot, I've been through three recessions. My first computer business I started during a recession. And uh, I really am not a big fan of people choosing careers based on whether they're trying to predict what the economy is going to do. People cannot predict when a recession is going to occur. Uh, One prediction, I'll make I make you a bet that in the next 20 years we will have one. Whether it's going to be next month or after that, you don't know. I'll give you a good example. When uh, 9-11 happened, right before that, there was a big hiring spree, just like now. There was a big shortage of pilots, and uh, it was just ramping up. Then 9-11 happened. Nobody predicted that we were going to have those terrorist attacks here. Some of you listening weren't even alive during that period, but I tell you what, the airlines came to a sudden halt. And it happened again during the dot-com. It happened during uh, you know, the, other, the, the Great Recession, as they call it. But there's always going to be a recession. So what do you do? So what's my advice to you? My advice to you is always plan for the worst. Uh, hope for the best, but plan for the worst. What does that mean? If you want to go into a career... Do it, and you have a promising career right now, or you have a good career, I should say right now, then maybe what you should do is just pay for it yourself and pay cash for it during the whole process, depending on how much you make i mean that 's kind of what I did I mean I went through the whole uh college and stuff like that, and I went through the whole uh ratings and paid for it all myself and The reason being is it was the it was the most conservative way to do it, and also, I was making a whole bunch of money in my computer business so that I could pay for all the ratings. As a matter of fact, I would just rent a twin to build my multi engine uh, hours. Matter of fact, that's actually how I got my multi-engine hours. When I went to the airlines, is I just uh, rented a twin and built my hours. Uh, so yes, I would say uh, you should always be conservative with your cash, um, but don't uh, don't forego a career that you really want uh, just based on the possibility of a recession or the possibility of anything happening you know don't don't go don't forego going to college just because you might get hit by a bus or something like that uh, you know my dad always used to tell me that story you know his friends were saying why go to medical school why to go to college someday you're gonna get hit by a bus well you didn't get hit by that bus and you can't you can't go through life that way but you do need to plan that's the important advice right there uh, so go for it uh, live your dream uh, but make sure that you have a plan and you execute that plan Next question says, as a CFI with 1,200 hours, my patience for the 121 career is reaching its limits. I do enjoy instructing, especially when my students' hard work pays off and they pass their exams. In the last 10 months of instructing, 7 out of 8 students passed their practical on the first attempt, so I'm nearing the gold seal instructor qualifications. One student passed his private first try with 45 and a half hours. Safety, efficiency, and cost control is the name of the game for my students. That's awesome. Great job, by the way. No matter how many students pass, my real desire is to work at a 121 operation. Being at a flight club with full time mechanics, dispatcher, operations manager, IT specialist, and chief CFI, it feels like a team, but not the type of team I hear about in your podcast of the 121 operations. I found this article online and it details some of the unheard of 121 team members. In the podcast, there's an occasional brief mention of some of the positions aside from pilot, uh, flight attendant, and I always enjoy hearing of them. Each podcast keeps me excited and focused on my goal. Thank you for offering the multitude of information and services. Looking forward. To being part of the team someday? Well, that's a great question. One of the reasons, obviously, things have really become, uh, we've been really short with uh, airline pilots, and we are trying to do more and more along the lines of other careers. We have many different episodes in the past uh, where we talk about mechanics, and if you go back to the past episode, you can see that. As a matter of fact, Uh, I'm thinking about, I'd love to hear from from you, all of you, Uh, I was thinking about putting a list on the side like a mechanic, flight attendant, et cetera, and operations manager and having links to those different uh, interviews I've done in the past. For instance, some people will write in and ask about careers in helicopters, and we've had numerous uh, past episodes on the career of being a helicopter pilot. And they, they don't, just don't realize that. So go to the past episodes, click on that link, and you'll see the, the different titles out there. Also, uh, sometimes our titles don't represent everything that's in that. So I think um, I'm kind of talking myself into doing this, putting down the different uh, you know, episodes that have to do with mechanics and uh, flight attendants, uh, operations managers, design, repair design engineers, test pilots, that kind of thing. But as far as a team that you're talking about in a 121 operation, there's many different people. Uh, there's, you know, I've talked, we have dispatchers that have been on the show. Uh, there's been flight attendants, like you said. There's been mechanics, like you said. There's people that re- repair the actual uh, station, you know, and the the jetways. There's also people that are in revenue management that we've had on the show. There's people in marketing we've had on the show. There's other folks that are in the day-to-day operations, especially the dispatchers. Uh, but it, when we talk about the 121 team, one thing I want to make clear is that the fact that you really are on your own you really are autonomous when you're out there flying with the airlines when you started talking about the fact that you interact with all these different departments that's a very small scale when we're flying as airline pilots yes there's this huge team and we have to coordinate everything just to give you an idea you're sitting in the cockpit you're the captain of airliner and you're trying to coordinate all these different things that are happening at once the baggage has to be loaded the weight and balance has to be done at the same time The the uh person from the you know you have a a resource officers coming on you also have a person that's coming on from from dispatch maybe and wants to get a jump seat or another airline pilot wants a jump seat you've got the gate agent that wants to get everybody on board you have somebody with a pet and they don't have their the proper documentation for that pet what do we do or maybe it's a service animal etc you're doing all these things at once and you're the person coordinating that with many different people so what you have to do is become a great Uh, time management individual. So you have to really get good at time management. Uh, The other team that's out there, and I think that's kind of what you're alluding to also in your question, there's so many other people behind the scenes. Uh, you're looking at, you know, most of the time, five times as many other positions as there are just pilot positions. Uh, and you have corporate social responsibility. There's many, many different other people on that team in a 121 airline. So, But, but the direct interaction, just to make clear, you're not going to have a lot of direct interaction with them. I'll give you a great example. I have a new chief pilot. I've never met him figure that out. I've had a new new chief pilot. And I've never met the chief pilot. And the reason being is we are so autonomous as pilots that you don't really interact with those people. You'll go your whole career, maybe meet uh, the vice president of safety or vice president of operations at the airline. And never see them again until you retire. You know, the old joke, you know, the person, the uh, chief pilot, you meet them when you actually are hired for the first time, and then you meet them at your retirement, and that's it. Uh, so what do we do as pilots? We go to the airport, we show up at the airplane, we fly the plane, we go home. Uh, many times, and I know a lot of folks, and I do this too, they don't even go to the crew room. I don't see any other people other than the people I'm working with. Uh, So you have to realize you are very autonomous there. I hope that helps you with your question, but I do want to mention the fact that we have a lot of other episodes out there about all the other jobs uh, that are in aviation. Let's see. The next question here comes in, and this is going to be actually our last question. To we'll make a short episode, I had a, uh, a little technical difficulty, so I've actually had to, to run to our other office over at the airport to get this podcast out on time. And uh, um, the but oh, another interesting thing is the fact that I can't wait. I'm getting an airplane in June. I, a small airplane has been fun getting back into general aviation again. I haven't flown GA in like four years, and it's just been a blast. So I'm hoping to get out there and see you guys. Uh, if you're at an airport somewhere, I'm going to start you know tweeting out the fact that I'm going to an airport. I don't know where I'm going to put that, but I'll I'll figure out what's the best way to uh, get the news out that I'm out there. Just follow me on Facebook, uh, and I'll just say, hey, I'm going to be at such and such an airport. Come say hi. Anyway, the next uh, question here, it says, uh, hello, I was recently listening to your most re- podcasts about GoJet on episode 209. I've been attempting to make the transition to an airline pilot for the past uh, few years. However, been struggling with uh, finding a way to pay for training. In your opinion, would it be appropriate to email GoJet Recruiting Team to ask if they have any recommendations on training? Uh, So I would say yes. Anytime you say, should I email recruiting? Should I talk to the people in recruiting? I get this question a lot, so let's talk about this a little bit. Number one, the people in the recruiting departments are wonderful people. They're very friendly. They're, They're personable, obviously. But one of the things you really need to realize is they want to help you. Remember that these folks want to help you with your career they may not even hire you as an individual you may find another job that you like uh, but you know they really want to help people the industry as a whole because you know the rising tide floats all boats kind of thing and they're also hoping they're going to find some applicants that might be interested in their airline and if you're interested in this airline for whatever reason You need to start reaching out to them now. I suggest one thing, getting out there and setting up a LinkedIn profile. Uh, LinkedIn is actually where all these recruiters hang out. Uh, so that's really you want, really where you want to be. Also Facebook, etc. But remember, all the folks in like the personnel departments, human resources, people departments, whatever you want to call it, they hang out on LinkedIn. So that's where you want to be. Uh, so I want you to go there, start reaching out, uh, go to GoJet, uh, you know Myrna and all the other folks that I've interviewed. But all so all the other folks at GoJet, yeah, jump out there and and you know directly contact them, ask them those questions, but not just GoJet everybody else all the other airlines that are out there reach out to them because they there there's a shift in the industry i know you're talking to a lot of uh, the older pilots like myself and you're saying well gosh you know they're telling me yeah you don't <laughs> you don't contact them they contact you it has changed totally since then so just remember a lot of times when you're talking to older airline pilots things have really changed in the whole arena of hiring and you need to get out there and actually physically talk to these people Go to those pl- things, like I said, the AOPA fly-in, uh, and you'll see sometimes there's people there doing recruiting. Airlines are finally realizing that air shows and all these aviation events, general aviation events, are great places to go to recruit, because where do you get the bug to fly? It's, it's going in and flying in a small airplane. Uh, some people, like myself especially, I just jumped into aviation because it looked really cool, and I wanted to fly airplanes. And I wasn't even thinking about it as a career until I got in an airplane and said, "Wow, this is cool! I want to just do this all the time." And it is absolutely phenomenal. It's such a such a cool job. I mean, you get to go to all these cool places. We were just talking about this the other day, the captain and I. It's just it's so much fun being able to jump in a plane and go to some island country, or you can go somewhere like uh, in a historic city and view the sites. Uh, you get uh, and we went to this incredible Italian restaurant. I think it was in Boston. Of course, Boston's known for its a uh, large Italian community for food and Italian restaurants, you know, things like that. They're just such a blast. Uh, so I think that's what's really cool. And there's a lot of folks out there that are telling you, hey, listen, you know, you, you got to, when you're doing this process, don't reach out to the airlines. They'll reach out to you. That's not right. Get out there. They want to help you. Uh, so go ahead go for it. Go talk to GoJet. I would do that. That's, that's for sure. Well, folks, this is going to be a short episode. I have to get off to the next uh, thing on my list. And uh, I I really appreciate your listening. But I really want you to do something uh, for me. And when you're looking at, you know, you heard all these questions about, you know, worried about a recession, you know, and and all these other things as far as the 121 career. There's a lot here. These three questions were really good. You know, if you're worried about a recession, do your research and figure out how you can survive that recession. you know, my, my theory was, hey, have a lot of money in the bank to res- uh, survive that recession. Have a backup plan. Be incredibly conservative with what you do moving forward in your career. Don't let a recession stop you from going to college. Don't let a recession stop you from actually moving forward in your career. Just do some planning. And one of the things that we do, obviously, in our coaching sessions, is try to plan that out. And to find out about that, obviously, go to com, Click on coaching. But we put a plan forward, and usually it's a very conservative plan, so you don't get stuck in in between. But you're gonna you're gonna make a you're gonna you have to make a you're gonna have to excuse me take a risk at some point. You're gonna have to do that uh, with anything in your life. Uh, but uh, one of the things that will actually, actually mitigate that risk for you and your family is to financially plan. I think that's incredibly important. Um, also, the the 121 careers, in other words, the airline careers, it's not just there. It's 135. It's it's corporate. They all have these really cool different jobs. And, uh, you know, I've been somewhat remiss in getting out there and talking to all those people because we've been getting so many questions, and I'm trying to go in that direction more. So, uh, so definitely, I'll get those out there. But do something for me. Do something today to move forward with your career by doing something that is as simple as looking at all the other careers, searching them on the internet, and talking to these people at the different airlines, and making a plan moving forward. But whatever it is, it might be something small. It might be something large. I want you to do something today. Do something right now to move forward in your career. We'll talk to you next episode. Safe flying.